The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Hey, it's Thursday. A little oh bit goodness. of a spring feel or almost fallish feel out there in the city today. It's just Jaylen short of Chris. And Andrew, yeah. Chilly. But it but it's cool. I was I a little think. I was a little worried about some of my um my plants I potted on the weekend, thinking these are supposed to like mm, really warm weather kind of plants. Mm. I was gonna cover them with a blanket. Not that it's going to get frost or anything like that. No, but no, thought no. It let's not even might be a little chilly for let's you. Let's not be using let's not start an afternoon nudes with the F word. Frost. No, that's not happening. We won't see that until fall. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, it's been, uh, it, we're both leading up. Well, we should probably say on today's show, it's Thursday. And it's it the, is. Is it the last Thursday of the month? Yes. Yes. Uh, which means uh, our feature Fit After 40 will be on today yeah, with Grant so Fedora. Grant will be in. We're talking shoulders. Dislocation and otherwise? Separated. Dislocated. Done I it. I suspect that it'll, yeah, me too. It's <laughs> awful. I've got an old, uh, I, I, was it football or lacrosse? I think it was a lacrosse uh, dislocation. Um, I would, um, I never completely dislocated it, but my, my father is notorious for dislocating his shoulders, but separating. to put it back in? Mine would, you know, I'd be playing basketball or a volleyball, go up for spike and it would just separate and just tear everything oh, over and over again. I've done it probably, you know, 10 times. Do you know, I, I'll have to ask uh, Jesse Byer sometime. Speaking of weather and shoulder separations, watch me tie these two together. <laughs> I was like, wonder where are you going with this? You can uh, either study uh, meteorology, meteor, meteor. You can either become a weatherman, and I don't know how long that takes to become a meteorologist, mm-hmm. uh, or you can separate your shoulder. Either way, you can pretty much accurately predict uh, a change in weather. Yeah, because it aches. Yeah, it aches, yeah. and it aches a good day ahead of the yeah. actual change. Knees as well. Yeah, my knee yeah. too. So Grant will be on at three. At 3 o'clock, okay. And then uh, for those wondering, because the last Wednesday of every month, we have uh, Dr. Gans on with a segment of How Does That Make You Feel? We didn't do it yesterday because we did that simulcast. The Pipeline Hotline. The Pipeline Hotline with uh, CKNW, which, by the way, again, I have to say, I thoroughly enjoyed. We'll have to do something like that again. Uh, But he was gracious enough to move to tomorrow. So Friday, we'll have Dr. Gans in at uh, 3 as well. That's right, from 3 to 4. Okay, for a full hour. And then uh, we're um, done tomorrow. The show is ending a little bit early tomorrow. Tomorrow, 5 o'clock, because Eskimos football. Our second of uh, two exhibition games will be in Winnipeg, so that should be exciting. Mm-hmm. Then we have a couple of weeks off, eh? The Eskimos do. That's right. So yeah. we're back at it on Thursday, June 14th. It's a, The CFL always, for a team, for a league that only has a limited number of teams, they seem to struggle with their schedule a little bit. <laughs> so there's three weeks of exhibition, but every team only plays two. So we were the only game that played last week. And then I see. Yeah, everyone's playing this week, and then the ones that didn't play next. So, and then I think you get a week off, and then the season starts. So that that could be advantageous for the Eskimos, because really, who cares if you win or lose in exhibition? Really, and that gives them an extra well. None of the week starters are going to be playing tomorrow no, night. They no, said no. so. No, that's right. Well, I mean, um, you're uh, Ricky Ray. Oh my goodness. Uh, Mike Riley. Mike Riley mm-hmm. or um, Kevin Glenn. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's a bit of a pickup game. Whoever wants to play. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Raise your hand. I'm tuckered, coach. (laughs) I've got a weird thing going on right now. It's not a big deal. 
There was some really old technology. Do you remember back in the day, and perhaps you know, you didn't even know about this, but originally, and this has got to be 10 years ago, uh, TELUS used to have, uh, it wasn't even an app, because I don't even think there were apps back then. They had something called uh, Child Find, I think it was, TELUS Child Find. Okay. And uh, you could install it. So I guess it was an app. You could, a piece of software, you could install your child's phone. And if you ever wanted to locate them, uh, you could. Or track them. Track them, I suppose, would be a more nefarious use of the technology. But yeah, um, and we had that on our kids' phones. And then TELUS got rid of it for some reason. I can't remember why. And I'm not with TELUS anymore, so it doesn't matter. But but then there was this app that sort of, I was sort of then searching for apps after that. This, again, a decade ago. I was searching for apps where I could track all of us when we were on a family vacation. Because I was thinking, hey, in Mexico, sure. or, come on. <laughs> uh, you want to make sure that it's, But anyways, the kids, when they got new phones, didn't install it. So they're not on there. So Carol and I are the only two on there. But literally, I've not blown the dust off this thing in, in a good five or six years. Um, but then today, for some reason, oh, I know what it was. I, I, was, I had an extra hour because we taped uh, announcers, and I'd already done show prep. So I had an extra hour just to play on the, the computer at my desk. And I saw the shortcut uh, for this old piece of software. And I thought, I wonder if that's even still working. And I uh, turned it on. And there I am. And it's accurately telling me I'm at Chad, which I knew, but still good, good to have that confirmation. And then Carol's at a house in Bonnie Doon. <laughs> I have no possible explanation for that. Like, what? What? My wife? What? So I texted her. What the heck you doing in Bonnie Doon? No answer. I'm sure she was maybe, maybe she was buying a piece of clothing, selling one. I don't know. I'm sure she hasn't moved in an hour. Still the house in Bonnie Doon. I'm sure it's fine. There's probably some simple explanation for it. You should stop being so nosy about what your wife's up to. Didn't mean to be nosy. I honestly didn't. I thought it was going to tell me. You've been, you still, have, on on your phone, you had the find your family thing because you tracked Maddie all the way to L.A. Oh, that, yeah, that's right. That was that the was same piece of technology. two years ago. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I did. That was the same piece of technology. I added her. She accepted. And then you were disappointed when the kids turned it off, which I said was about uninstalled time. They uninstalled it. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, kids. Yeah, I forgot about that, but you're right. I did use it a couple of years ago, but I've never used it to. I like. I don't. Okay, I can't even finish that sentence. With a straight face. Maybe so she, she lost her phone in Bonnie. Oh, mm. she she buys and sells. Uh, Would you, know, you like clothes. me to? Yeah, she's not going to buy and sell something for Would an hour. Would I like hour. you to text her? No. I can maybe, text her. Maybe and it find just out. hasn't updated. That's the other thing. Maybe the satellite is in a. Funny but position. she texted you. You texted her an hour ago, and she yeah. hasn't responded. No, and that drives you nuts. A little bit, because yeah. only uh, you know from a safety perspective. Yeah. Like, I hope no, she hasn't no, been kidnapped. No. Well, that too. But no, when people don't respond to you immediately, it drives you bonkers. You say that all the time, but it isn't really true. It is true. No, it absolutely oh, isn't it is true. true. You you respond at your own leisure. It is completely true. Anyway. So I'm sure I'll get an explanation throughout the course of the afternoon. Or not. Maybe she's buying you a surprise uh, Father's Day present. When's Father's Day? Next month. Oh, see. That's what separates you from my other wife. Because if I were to say as casually as they just did, when's Father's Day? My wife would say every day is Father's Day. Every day, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't expect anything for Father's Day. In fact, I don't even like special days, to be honest with you. You know I'm not that fond of birthdays. I'm not, and it's not an age thing. I'm just not... I feel this expectation to make everyone feel like they did a great job. They really want to do a great job. Leave me alone. The, for I haven't looked at the schedule. I imagine the playoffs will be over by then, so there won't be a hockey game, but there might be a football game. 
Leave me alone. Order a pizza. Surprise me with coffee in the morning. Then don't talk to me. That'd be a great Father's Day. The 17th, maybe? June 17th? Mm. Yeah, see, there won't be even a football game because we're not back until the 22nd. Okay, whatever. Uh, hmm. It was Coach's birthday. Oh, yeah. How was that? Good. I see you got him a... Uh, <laughs> I'm not even sure how to describe it. And a nookshook. A statue of some kind. Oh, good, because yesterday you told me you were getting him that, and but I didn't want to say anything on the air because I didn't want him to be listening and find out what the gift was going to be. Well, right? that was, part, yeah, Sunday, June 17th is Father's Day. Okay, so you had, uh, it was like some, uh, what, how would you describe it? It was a, a thing. Well, I didn't just get him an Anuksha. No, no. I got him a really nice bottle of rum. There's no judgment here. We needed new drinking glasses, so I bought new drinking glasses. I want to focus on this. uh, Shorts mm -hmm. and some um, some the Saks underwear, which apparently is supposed to be really, really good, and an Anuksha. Right. So let's just focus on the Anuksha. Which is a completely random gift for a wedding Mm -hmm. present. A wedding present. Sorry, a birthday present. Yeah. Um, So why did you get him that? And how big is this? Describe it for us. It's 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 stones mounted upon stones in the yeah, shape of a person or something. Yeah, it's about two and a half feet tall. Two and a half feet tall. Wow. It's about that tall and yeah. two feet wide. It weighs probably about thirty. Or 30 it's not pounds. programmable or anything. No, no. Okay. No, it's just a statue mm-hmm. that is now in the front yard. Lovely. Um, when we met the first time we ever went away together. Yes. We went to Jasper. Mm-hmm. Becker Chalet, Chalets, mm-hmm. and yeah. so we had our little cabin right on the Athabasca River, mm-hmm. and. Um, it was a little later in the evening, and um, we'd had maybe some wine. Oh, maybe. And uh, Coach said, come on, let's, let's go for a walk. So we walked down to the benches uh, on the riverfront, mm-hmm. and that is where he told me that he loved me for the very first time. Oh, stop. It was very romantic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beautiful. It was very romantic. Yes. But in the darkness, in the moonlight. May I stop you there for a second? Yes, sir. Did you reply, I love you too? I did. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to clarify. It's like it was about time you said that. <laughs> you, so you were waiting for him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you looked over and in the no, moonlight. So in the moonlight, yeah, down just up in the bend of the river, down where the rocks are at the yeah. entrance to the chalets, mm-hmm. there were figures down there there were figures and we became very worried because we it was late at night yes it was dark and those rocks are really slippery and we thought that someone might need help there's no rest for a superhero no the no. two of you had just exchanged i love ca- you not all of them were capes either <laughs> some of them have red hair and you just so you thought you had to fly into action so we flew into action okay and we trundled over there trundled trundled I hate it when I have to Google right in the middle of a story. Okay. And you went quickly. And Coach kind of shimmied down the riverbank, which probably wasn't the best idea at the time in flip-flops, sure. but he did it because, you know, as you say, superhero. superhero. Flip, flip you have to do what yeah. you have to do. Yeah. And uh, thinking that he was going in to rescue somebody who was down there in, in the river to see if someone needed help. No, it was an Anukshuk that somebody had built earlier in the day. There was Oh, I see. There was three of them. Okay. And, they just built them down there. They had there. built okay. them in the day and one of them had a fishing rod and um there was three of them there, but it lo- they looked like so humans. So people can just build these and you, you bought one. A, yeah, well it's tricky to build sure. them. It's balancing the yeah, rocks no, and everything. No, no I bought so one. So these the one you And bought. I don't know how to glue them together. Oh, okay. Not that's what I was going So the one you bought are all glued together. That's right. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so but 
the Anukshuk has always then, from that moment, he came back and it's the Rockheads, and ever since then, it just reminded me of the first time that we had ever oh, said I loved you to each other. So special. And since then, mm-hmm. the Anukshuk has come up in different presents throughout the past eight ah, years. I see. Okay. And I said, you know, we'll put it out the front of the house, and it'll, it'll always be his beacon to come home to me. Yeah, or it'll be his, uh, you know, as he's leaving for the last time. Or, you know, himself. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I didn't want to bring it up yesterday, but it made me laugh when you showed it to me. I know. Uh, Not because it wasn't a good gift. But but it was just, it was an unlovely memory. Great gift. Great memory. Completely random. Absolutely. uh, You nailed it. Google Inukshuk statues. But here's here's why it made me laugh. Uh, Back in the day, and you know, we're uh, we're doing some... uh, the, the Cross Cancer Institute is, yeah. is uh, celebrating 50 years. That's right. And they're doing it in partnership with us. We're going to do some some cutaways to the Cross Cancer Institute next week. You and I will not because we're mm-hmm. not here. Tracy Gray is going to do them, and it'll be part of the show um, to help them celebrate that achievement. But uh, I spent years, as you well know, eight or nine years raising money for the Cross Cancer That's Institute. That's right. right. With the Laughing for Cancer benefit. Yeah. And as it got bigger, the hardest thing to do when you're doing a live and silent auction is to get the items in, mm-hmm. to get people to recognize Absolutely. that you're the charity they should yep. give something to. So you know Lyle best from Quick Card. That's right. Yeah, right. Nola. So we, we got to know Lyle in about year seven or so, and he was kind enough to give us an Eskimo carving, not the same thing, I realize, an Eskimo, a beautiful Eskimo carving, quite a large one um, of, of an Eskimo uh, holding a spear. Beautiful. So I sent uh, Don Pilak, who you know, because she was yes. at uh, our, Carol's 50th party. 50th, She's a yoga teacher. Right. That's right. Does Reiki. Right. So I sent her, but she was like eight months pregnant or so at the mm-hmm. time to go get this Eskimo carving, not realizing how heavy Eskimo carvings are. Right. So she went to the quick card office up to Lyle's uh, offices and got this Eskimo thing. And then she phones me from the car. Uh, she's quite upset. She's dropped the carving. Oh, no. Yeah, she's dropped it in the parking lot. And I said, oh, my goodness. So is it damaged? Because I don't know what these things are worth, but mm-hmm. I, Lyle had told me maybe yeah. 9000 9, or some figure like that where it's very expensive. And she was like, well, it broke his spear. Oh. I'm like, oh, no, because it's got a little hole in his yeah, hand where yeah, the spear yeah. goes. And I go, well, can we put it back together? She goes, well, I'll bring it to your house. So she does, right? So she brings it to my house, and part of the spear we, we couldn't fix, but we glued together the spear, and we slid it back in so that you couldn't notice that it was broken. But the spear was noticeably shorter if you knew what the original was supposed to look like. From that point, it was going to go in our silent auction because I didn't realize its value. Um, so I called the person who ran our silent auction, asked them to pick it up. So they came and got it from my house, and then they phoned me when they got home to say, oh my God. I dropped it. I dropped it <laughs> on the way into the house. And I go, is it damaged? And they were like, well, the spear broke a little bit. And I'm like, okay, that was actually already broken. <laughs> um, so she made some adjustment and uh, put the spear back in his hand. And then we moved it over to um, the comedy club where we held the benefit uh-huh. on, the, on the morning of. And somebody came running out to the lobby to go, hey, you know that Eskimo carving? I'm like, yeah. Dropped it. Like, and I'm like, let me guess. Broke the spear. It's the, that thing's a rock. Literally. It's a rock. Yeah. So they were like, yeah. And I'm like, just fix it. So I didn't... I didn't inspect it. There was a lot going on that night. Man with small spear. He was holding a knife. (laughs) He had gone from (laughs) a body-sized spear to literally holding a knife. And who shows up to help support Lyle Best? Yeah. So Lyle Best is now walking along the silent auction table, and he gets to his own donation. I think, you know, wanted to make sure the bids were in, and he probably bid on it himself to get it up there. That's what people like Lyle do, uh, do, does. does. Anyway. Um... But he just stopped and looked at it. And I watched him from the back of the room. I wasn't with him. He looked at it, looked at it, then just shook his head and walked. Kept on walking. Yeah. 
held a little pocket knife in there. <laughs> <laughs> but it went for good money. So thanks again, Lyle. Appreciate it. <laughs> Just... You need me to do your heavy lifting, Andrew. I because, need somebody. Because apparently I, I, I lugged around that Anuksha, not a problem yeah, from where I bought it. Yeah, I home. I carried it and put it in the back of my car. Really? I no mean, damage. Put it in. There's no damage. Put a blanket around it, strap it down, bungee cord, anything? No, I put it just, I laid it gently like a baby, like mm. a stone baby in the back of the trunk of the Volvo. I drive the safest vehicle Is around. it heavy? Yes, it's heavy. Would be a shame should it go missing. Uh, if it goes missing, I know who it, <laughs> who it is. You can get a hold of us anytime at 630-630. You can call us at 496-0063. Uh, should probably uh, touch on uh, the, the tariffs today, the, the tit-for-tat that mm-hmm. went uh, back and forth between uh, the United States and Canada, Mexico, the EU. Boy, oh boy, the, uh, the list that um, Canada is uh, imposing tariffs on is uh, it's nine pages it is now there is some steel and aluminum yes, there in there is. so that's the uh, uh counteracting yeah. uh, tariffs but there's also uh, uh, everything from playing cards to toilet paper yeah. to what i think um, i saw uh, nutella on there no no no, no not on nutella. there okay um but um there's jams jellies there's boats there's uh oh boy uh, mattresses, inflatable boats, sacks, bags, tableware, kitchen, soya sauce, cucumbers and gherkins, mm. chocolate, maple sugar, toffee, whiskeys, hair lacquers, manicures or pedicure preparations, yogurt, coffee, um, all sorts of um, uh, steel, iron, that sort of stuff as well. But then a lot of just, uh, again, you can, if you link, link to it, go to go to our website and you can link to the uh, the government page that has everything on there. So, of course, the U.S. announces steel and aluminum tariffs, uh, 25% on steel, 10% on aluminum. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're getting pounded back. Well, this just blows up free trade, basically. It does. So, you know, the the whole point behind free trade is to open up and uh, join economies, right? So, um, in the steel and aluminum industry, for example, that's situated primarily among Defasco Stelco and mm-hmm. Algoma Steel in mm-hmm. southern Ontario, but there's also steel fabricators who use the finished product. This affects a lot of people in Canada, but the idea is, um, you know, we, we sell our product to the states, the state sells it to us, and everything's kosher. The, the idea behind free trade is to allow for that flow of goods and services and money to cross the border um, unharmed, but it's to also protect against dumping, Uh which in, and you know, spent a lot of years dealing with dumping. And steel industry is one of those industries where um, dumping is very relevant and typically not with regard to the United States. But dumping so is basically... For those been, who don't know what yeah. dumping is. Yeah, so it's uh, when you take for... Let's take a steel mill, for example. So you have a steel mill and the best way to get the best... Uh, the lowest cost for your for your finished product is capacity. So when you're at 100% capacity, you're putting it out at the cheapest possible price. But if you can't sell it in your own market, then you want to export it to a foreign market. So in this case, to say Canada, right? Um, but what the agreement is between countries like Canada and the United States is that you won't dump it. And by dumping it, that means if I sell it for a dollar in the United States, I have to sell it for the equivalent of U.S. dollar in Canada. So whatever your domestic market price mm-hmm. is, that's what it has to sell for in Canada. When I sell it for 80 cents instead, because I'm just dumping it into another Get market, um, then you place tariffs upon that, anti-dumping tariffs, and 
of 20 cents yeah. to bring it back up to the price that it's supposed to be. Yeah. We've been able to avoid all of that basically in a number of different industries with NAFTA. That was at the basis of NAFTA to allow free and fair trade. This is not good. And especially since we haven't come to an agreement on NAFTA yet, this is just a, a it's a grenade in the outhouse is what it is. It's going to be a huge problem. Mm-hmm. We sell, I believe the figure, and I could be wrong on this, so don't quote me. I think of our exports, about 70 to 75% go to the United States. So this is a very, very important trading partner for Canada. And it will go back and forth. You know the U.S. will probably turn around and impose some tariff on some other products, maybe soft lumber, beef, And so that means when you go to buy something, when you go to buy these things, Mm -hmm. it's going to cost you more. That's right. So, you know, anyone who's bringing it in will have to pay that tariff, and that price will be added to the price to the consumer. Mm -hmm. So those items, you know, steel. And, And the thing with steel is... You know, some people, it's like when we talk about oil and gas and people say, well, you know, it's more than just gassing up your car, your boat and, you know, your lawnmower. It's about all the products that oil and gas produce. Steel's the same thing. It could have an impact on automotive prices. It could have an impact on construction, on on everything. Steel's used a lot. Mexico and the EU... um Threatening to add duties on on steel, Mexico, uh, lamps, port legs, pork legs, shoulders, sausages, apples, grapes, blueberries, cheeses, the EU, mm. uh, kidney beans, rice, cereal, peanut butter, orange juice, whiskey, cigarettes and tobacco, makeup, clothing, more steel, boats, um, shoes, playing cards, motorcycles. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's quite a wide range right now. So mm-hmm. this is going to make for a very interesting summer. Um, you know, the no- renegotiations for NAFTA have. Been underway what was it, right. earlier this week. Trump said that Canada had been very tough to deal with. Um, we had been exempt from these tariffs um, earlier this from earlier this year because these were imposed on on some countries earlier this year. We were exempt until just now. That's right. Um, it could be a negotiation, uh, negotiation it could tactic, be. but we'll we'll have to see. But it's the second massive file on our prime minister's desk. The first being the pipelines. We know how that was handled. Let's see how this gets handled. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.